like I said, lots of great podcasts are away this week. Um, tomorrow, which is Tuesday, there's a new Sean of the Shed episode. He's demonstrating, Sean Priest, that is, is demonstrating smart plugs by Amazon. That's a pretty big in-demand thing for you to check out. Uh, this is available on audio as well as video podcast. And on Wednesday, Kitchen Confession drops a new episode with Mary Mammoliti. The episode is called Anatomy of a Beer. That's going to be yum. Yum, 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 yummy. Wednesday also has Connecting Disability. And Thursday, Tripping on Air with Ardra Shepard and Alec Gazau. That is the holiday gift edition. This is available on video podcast on YouTube as well as an audio podcast on AMI-audio. Available on your favorite podcast platform. Alrighty, let's get into some more conversations here on Kelly and Company with myself, Ramya Amuthan, and Margaret Weldon. And now it's time for our guide dog and service animal report with Devin Wilkins. And we're going to start here, Devin, if it's okay each month, um, the Assistance Dogs International is launching a digital ID. Can you talk about that? Uh, yes, um, definitely. Uh, hi to both of you. Um, uh, ADI has been around for ages, uh, and um, it is Assistance Dogs International, and it serves 135 countries and uh, including Canada, many of the schools here in Canada, regardless of whether they're service dog training centers or guide dog training centers, uh, are accredited by ADI. And um, so this uh, ID app uh, is uh, certainly a new thing. Uh, it can be stored on any mobile device and contains photo ID and contact details of the handler, uh, certified assistance dog public access license number, um, any microchip details, and accredited training organization as well. So information about the training center that the dog came from. Um, in addition to fraud reduction, it will be great for uh, people with limited hand use, like uh, Australia's uh, renowned musician, Tim McCallum. Now, on the uh, other side of the argument or of the coin, I have heard people say that it won't be so good if the, the handler isn't uh, terribly familiar with technology. So I guess there are two sides to every uh, argument there. And uh, the card, uh, the ID card, um, digital, digital ID card, is being uh, trialed in Australia, uh, as well as by the clients of the uh, Assistance Dogs Australia, um, the American Vet Dogs, and Guide Dog for the Blind Foundation, and by the um, Assistance Dog 
uh, training center in Germany um, with the uh, goal of rolling out uh, the uh, digital ID card to everybody by the uh, end of the year. And uh, it's also re receiving great reviews from airlines and other service providers. So it sounds like uh, it uh, is fairly promising. This it does is sound like a very unique um, project, yeah. Yeah, it's a very big part of this uh, fight and challenge, like struggle, as you're mentioning, Devin, um, against, you know, false identification and, and just it's trying to streamline how the, the training and um, uh, embracing of service animals works, right? Because we're trying to get people to understand that this is serious work. Like there's a lot that goes into it. So uh, there's... I think many, many organizations and individuals have a lot of issues with this. So do you think that this is moving in the right direction? I do think so, yes. Uh, I don't know how else you can uh, separate the sheep from the goats, uh, if you can put it that way. Um, there has to be a way of determining which dog is a... Uh, a well-trained uh, guide or service dog, and uh, which one isn't uh, before the bad behavior comes out. Because, you know, a lot of people have been injured by untrained uh, so-called service dogs and that sort of thing. And we just can't have that kind of thing happening. So if, uh, if there's a digital way of doing it, uh, I, I think it's a, a good idea. It will be difficult for those of us, and I will include myself, that have um, technical issues with regard to operating apps and that sort of thing. But I think it'll be something that will have to try to get used to um, yeah. so that uh, we won't be hindered as we travel uh, on our way to, to various events and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And and still work in progress for the system to be implemented, right? So I'm curious as to how um, many people and organizations need to participate to make this the trusted source of understanding, you know, real guide dogs, real service animals, and things like that. It'll be Devin, interesting to follow the, yeah. the progress. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you'll yeah. keep us posted. Can you tell us about the Guide Dogs Access in Canada project? This is a research recruitment opportunity. Yeah, I mentioned it uh, a few months ago. CNIB's research team has uh, embarked on a year-long study to um, determine access barriers to uh, guide dogs and their handlers here in Canada. And the next phase is uh, focus groups, 90-minute focus groups for handlers 
as well as businesses and uh, government service providers. Um, and the um, uh, focus groups are going to be held on Zoom, and participants will be compensated with um, a $50 Amazon uh, gift certificate or gift card. And uh, right at the, the moment, um, November 17th is the next one uh, that has been scheduled, um, but there will be more dates set up later. So all you have to do okay. is contact Peter Field at CNIB, peter.field at CNIB.ca, which will be on the uh, Kelly and Company blog. Yes. And Devin, I'm just, sure they would appreciate oh, the information and participate. Yeah. Yes, Margaret. Go ahead, Margaret. Devin, yeah, just quickly, can you tell us, um, apparently Air Canada apologized to a woman for not allowing her guide dog on the flight. Can you explain that story? Yeah. Uh, so uh, 49-year-old uh, Dina Wainwright had to uh, take a train from Windsor uh, to uh, uh, Detroit and then cross the uh, uh, border in a cab and fly to Minneapolis, uh, costing her $2,000. Apparently what happened was when she booked her flight in uh, Minneapolis because she lives and uh, works there, and she wanted to come home for her birthday. She is uh, a Canadian, uh, but she works in the States. And uh, she, uh, when they asked her in Minneapolis whether uh, she had the forms filled out uh, and she said no, they said, now, I don't know whether it was Air Canada or, or whether I think the uh, airline that does Air Canada flights in the States is United, but it, it wasn't mentioned in the newspaper article. Uh, anyway, they told her, oh, that, that's okay. So they let her come with her uh, dog, and I'll say I'm not sure whether they... Uh, Lilo, uh, who is a five-year-old black lab, um, is a guide dog or a service dog. Um, Dina is blind, but I believe from the article that she uses a wheelchair as well. So anyway, um, they let the, the dog lie at uh, Dina's feet on the way to Toronto but when she and her uh, um, when she and her dog went to return to Minneapolis, she was told by uh, Air Canada officials that she couldn't have her dog with her in the cabin because she didn't have the forms uh, filled out. Uh, so, and apparently the staff 
at Air Canada further inflamed the situation by by talking to uh, Dina's daughter rather than her, uh, which uh, definitely didn't go over well. And um, uh, Dina is vowing never to fly with the Air Canada again. Um, Larissa Proctor, who is the manager of Guide Dog Advocacy uh, with CNIB, says that uh, she can't figure out why um, they didn't insist on the paperwork being filled out in in the States before the first leg. And uh, so the, that uh, needs to be further examined. And uh, um, they told her, I guess, Air Canada told her, that she could bring her dog with her if she either put the dog, allowed the dog to be put into the uh, cargo uh, area, or whether she had a, uh, if she had a um, uh, client card from CNIB. Well, of course, she didn't have a, a client card from CNIB. Um Okay, De Devin, that's an interesting yeah. story, but we're going to have to stop you there today, sweetie, because um, we're just about running out of time. But yeah. thank you for the good report, and we'll talk to you next month. All right. Take good care, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. That was Devin Wilkins with our Guide Dog and Service Animal Report, and she'll be back next month with another one. In every guide dog and service animal report, I am more surprised than not if we don't have at least one story um, talking about some mishap quote of a person yeah. who was having troubles getting their guide dog on transportation. Just yeah, sad to hear it always. Never uh, stops even the with these times. Have, yeah, absolutely. After the break, we have Know Your Rights with Daniel McLaughlin talking about modern slavery, more thought-provoking conversations, that is, on Kelly and Company. We'll be back.